It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, joined by Mo and Cal. What's up, guys? Yo. Still the bull. Still the bull. This is, uh, this is a new record. Is it? Three podcasts. Three, three. three weeks. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just call us Mr. Consistent. I'm sure our, oh, some, yeah. our three fans are wondering when we're going to stop for six months again. Winter's coming. <laughs> That's the better time to podcast. Especially, well, especially up there in Chicago. You're always stuck indoors. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, this is uh, is much better. How is the, how I mean, is the weather up there right now? 70. Nice. It's perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. not a bad deal. But, it, but it's about to get... Uh, you know, we're going to lose uh, our outdoor smoking weather soon, and um sucks. Yeah. Cal, you're close, so about the same for you? Yeah, pretty much pretty much the same. I don't know about you guys, but we're like solid mosquito season here. Yeah, that's year-round for us. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it gets cold enough that uh, we don't have that issue next year. And hope. Well, what do we got for the uh, topics tonight? Well, uh, first thing, uh, how about that? How about that cigar shop find? Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean, that might be. That's right up there with the year of the horse. This is probably even more, uh, more rare. I would think. You gonna tell people about it? Yeah. So uh, I found original. <laughs> yeah, I found original one-offs from I think the name that you say the name Allegria or Allegria or I'm not sure. Uh, so the the original one-offs, which uh, as a lot of our listeners probably know already, uh, Illusioni bought the brand name uh, I think last year. Uh, they are very close to the ones that Illusioni came out with. Pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, I mean, still tons of flavor. I smoked one. Um, still tons of flavor. Uh, really good cigar. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad, man. It's pretty cool. So I found three partial boxes. Churchill, a Corona, and a Robusto. And uh, I think it was like a total of between the three sizes. I think there was 20 cigars total. So... Um, just took them out. Just took them all. The 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 cellophane looks like seriously like a, a baby just shat in like a baby's diaper. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> That's the greatest the quality. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you just wandered in and saw them. Huh? You just wandered into the shop and there they were. Mm-hmm. Sitting on the shelf waiting for you. Mm-hmm. No, actually they were hidden. Oh, they were. And um and so. The way it went was the guy, so the, the, the shop just brought in Patina. The name of the shop is Tobacco Town in Riverview, Michigan. And he was talking about how, like, the owner back in the day used to just order a bunch of stuff. And, like, they literally had stuff that was, like, 20 years old. And I'm like, well, what do you got that's, like, really cool? 
He goes, you know, one-offs? I'm like, yeah. He goes, have the originals. And I'm like, no. (laughs) And you're like, you had the originals. (laughs) Right, yeah. I'll take those. So, um, yeah, man, it was pretty cool. But, yeah, stuff like that. And, and, you know, we talked about this on previous podcasts, too, um, about cigar shop finds when you go into uh, different shops throughout the country. And and part of that, too, is the variance and – preference right so um you know certain things that are popular in the midwest market might not be popular in the west coast might not be popular in texas or whatever and so you're able to find stuff uh sometimes that's really difficult to to uh in your market to find uh in other markets so now this was one of those things where this was just a total chance uh it's like going to a uh like a flea market and finding, uh, you know, a, a Picasso or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe not quite that rare, but I mean, these things are becoming less and less. I think they're harder and harder to find. Uh, you certainly don't see a lot of them in mm-hmm. my, I mean, from what I know. Yeah, not a lot. That's for sure. So, uh, pretty cool. Do you guys remember there was an all French cigar that came out a couple of years ago, maybe like three, four years. It was called like Navarre or something like that. No. Do you guys remember that? And that was short lived, but that actually wasn't that bad of a cigar. I think I remember the name. Yeah. Yeah. They were expensive, man. They were like, I think like 20 bucks a stick, 22 bucks a stick, something like that. You find some of those too? Mm Mm-mm. But I believe Allegri or whatever was owned by, wasn't it a French pilot that owned it? Oh, interesting. Something like that. Hmm. Anyway, that's that. That was a pretty cool find. Uh, it is. So. I think everybody has that. That one time they walk into the cigar shop and they're like, holy crap. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember... Uh, couple of years what was it like last year or something like that remember how how difficult all my exes by Ezra Zion were to find after a while yeah. yeah and I saw them in a few shops down south and uh kind of surprised me because I remember how popular that cigar was mm-hmm. yeah um and you know it's uh it's kind of interesting man and and I maybe I I, I might have just coined a term for certain cigars um social media superstars Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The ones that are real popular on social media, but you never see them anywhere else. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are there, my man. <laughs> I, I mean, could that be a term, social media superstar? Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't quite bring across how absolutely fake it seems, though. They got the, the online hype. Yeah, it's just online hype, though. Yeah, and those are good cigars, by the way. Yeah, I agree with that. Had all my exes. Yeah. The Lancero yeah. is actually pretty good, speaking of Lanceros again. <laughs> Cal loves the Lanceros. Hey, what, uh, we found something at Benny's that time. Yeah, Las Calaveras, 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say 2014? Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we found, that was, uh, 26. 20- 15 or 16, Drufus? Uh, might have been 15. Yeah. 15 when I was up there. Yeah, I remember that. We bought the rest of them. Yep. 
And then we found a bunch of those uh, EP Carrillo uh, 2012 uh, limited yes. editions. Those were good. Those were good. So, so back to that social media superstar thing you were talking about. What what do you think makes that happen? Where they're really popular, like online and social media sites, but they're not. They don't sell in the lounges. What's the cause on that? You think? Hmm. I think they do sell in lounges, just not as big as their social media presence. Mm. I don't know about that. No? You Probably depends so. on the brand. Got all yeah, those. it's definitely brand specific. I mean, some uh, of them, they sell their good stuff online, so in those cases, it's pretty obvious, right? Right. That's a good question. And, and, you know, that's something that I ask myself all the time, right? Um, yeah. uh, you know, because for me, Patina does way better in lounges than social media hype. Sure. My social media hype, admittedly, is shit. <laughs> okay? I mean, let's, let's be real. But when it gets into lounges and gets in the hands of people, it moves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and a big part of that is a testament to the retailers that decide to take a chance on me uh, because it is a brand that you have to recommend. You don't just put a brand like Patina uh, on a shelf and it just sells itself. You know, yeah. uh, it's just not how it works. Yeah. No name. Uh, and yet. Right. So, um, you know, that, that's kudos to them, but, uh, you know, the online aspect, man, is so it's becoming more and more and more important, especially as, uh, you know, look, a, a rating in Cigar Aficionado and advertisement of Cigar Aficionado is still going to uh, reach a lot of people. people. There's still a good portion of people who put stock in that. Yep. But the repetitive nature of seeing something like if you see X cigar all the time by a bunch of different people. Yeah. At some point, you're going to make an effort to try that cigar, right? Yeah. Yeah. If they're people you trust, at least, yeah. Sure. Exactly. Even if they're not, you hit enough of them and you wonder. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And think about something I saw the other day. Um, Mm -hmm. We we started to touch on, but I didn't really really go full full bore on this one yet. So Mm -hmm. I was scrolling through Instagram, right? And I saw one company where I just saw picture after picture was repost of this particular company. And I'm not going to name the brand, but it was all these different accounts that were all named in a very similar way, but not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And they all had their own biographies that were written in a very similar way, but they were not exactly the same. So like this company mm-hmm. had clearly made like 16 different accounts mm-hmm. acting like real people right. right? to try to get more social media presence of just their sure. cigars. Sure. And I saw that, and I was like, well, there's a company I will literally never buy from again in my life. Mm-hmm. It seems crazy, because now everybody that would look at those hashtags or something would say, oh, man, so many people smoke this cigar. And you wouldn't say that, right? You wouldn't think that. Nobody says, oh, there's so many people smoking this cigar, I should do it. It's subconscious. So it's, like, worse. Well, well let me ask you this. Did you, did you smoke that brand prior to seeing that? I've had a couple of that brand, and I haven't hated them, but I haven't loved them. I think they need it. fucking cow but i don't know i think it's it's important for people to remember that on all these sites there's people selling stuff to you all the time sure 
even through the people you might trust, right? Like my, my account on Instagram is not gigantic. It's for a cigar guy. It's, it's okay. But like I get approached from people saying, you know, I'll pay you whatever per post to throw this stuff up there. Mm -hmm. Um, And that I haven't done that, but people do it. And then it looks like somebody you trust smokes the cigar and all of a sudden now you have a different opinion. So basically, so, don't trust anybody is my uh, my big takeaway. <laughs> well, let me. All right. So hold on a second. Do you remember last year when that same company I said I think that they're using bots? Yeah, they 100 yeah. percent were. You're, right. You remember that? And uh-huh. uh, this is certainly a, an additional step. Yep. To put it yep. to put it lightly. Um, yeah. I mean, you can buy followers. You can buy likes. You can make everything super fake. Right. The whole thing is pretty disgusting, I think. But here we like are. When you have, when you have forty thousand likes and or forty thousand followers, and each of your pictures gets like hundred and ten likes. Yeah, yeah, you know something's wrong there. Right. So, I don't know. Folks should just think about how how that's influencing them potentially. Make sure, sure. you're not making your decisions that way. Be conscious of it. I mean, we could all agree that this is a, a relatively expensive. Uh, I'm not going to call it a habit. Cigar- cigarettes are a habit. It's a hobby. Right? Yeah, so this is a relatively expensive hobby. Um, and you definitely want to try to maximize your money. I mean, Drew and I and, and Cal, we've been talking about this since we ever launched Sultans of Small, right? Mm-hmm. Maximizing your dollars. Um, oh, yeah. Because the fact of the matter is most people that smoke cigars have a cigar budget. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah be wary, good. man. Yeah, find, find, if you know you're looking for new things, my suggestion is find a couple people that you follow or whatever, see what they're smoking, and you're gonna in, you know, some like some of these big time influencers like on on Instagram because there are guys that influence for cigars for sure. Yeah. Um. You know, they may or may not have a palate like yours. So just because somebody has a lot of followers or whatever doesn't mean that you're going to like whatever they like. So yep. don't go in thinking that everything that they put up is going to be something that you're going to like, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of that stuff, you can kind of see through it when it's not the mm-hmm. normal thing and they suddenly post it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, this is a brand new thing from this company you've never heard of, right? It could be great or it could be anything, but, like, that's weird. <laughs> that's probably paid. Yeah. So there was a new company, a newer cigar company that was approaching people to uh, post their stuff, um, particularly females. Oh, yeah. And, um, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, sure. But, yeah, man, man people are going to do what they got to do. Uh, bottom line is that's not something I'm going to do. That's, yeah. If this thing's going to grow, it's going to grow the right way. Yeah, and uh, that's busting my ass hitting shops. Uh, I mean, I was on the road last week, going to be on the road next week and the week after. You know, mm-hmm. just how it goes. Yep. So you got. If you look at all the successful brands, as important as social media is, one of the most dangerous things you could become, in my opinion, is a social media superstar. Because it, ultimately, if your cigars do not move in shops, your your ceiling will be severely limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll get everybody to try it once. Yeah. 
that's the end of it. Sure. But I don't know. Just keep in mind, guys, that if you if you are not paying for a service, then you are the product. You are I <laughs> are the product. Just keep that in mind. Um, I don't know what was next. <laughs> Drew, you have any good uh, cigar shop finds recently? Uh, nothing recently necessarily, but um. I always do when I make it to Oklahoma City. There's a couple of good shops down there, and they always end up having something that I either have been looking for or that just can't get in the area. Or yeah, always every time. And then I've made it up to Kansas City a couple of times in the last year or two, and uh, same thing there. There's a couple of shops I hit and. They'll have different stuff. Just, I mean, Oklahoma City, hour and a half, two hours away. Kansas City's four hours. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Not Drew, that. what did you you, you, you just picked something up today, didn't you? Well, that was small batch. Oh. You didn't, that wasn't your purchase? You just. Yeah, yeah, I bought it. But from small batch. Yeah, so you excited about those? It's posted. I I, I am, man. (laughs) What did you buy, dude? Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) uh, The the Maduro, Long Live the King. There you go. Nice. Yeah. So I like like the original, and uh, we'll see how this one goes. What Vitola did you get? Uh, Just went to Bellicosa. And you went really whole box, right? Whole box blind. Yeah, it was a hundred bucks. Not bad. Eh, I can get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Now why Bellicosa? That's interesting. Um, I don't know. I like bellies and I like uh, toros, so <laughs> doesn't doesn't matter to me. That's a good. That's a good size smoke, man. Oh no, I was just wondering. I mean. That's cool. I mean, I know you like Monty Twos. Monty Twos are kind of a... I did That's Bellicosa a similar. Yeah. yeah. Actually, believe it or not, the Atabay, the best size in that is the uh, Bellicoso. Yeah. I forgot what they call it, but yeah, that's the best size in that cigar, my opinion. I enjoy that size when I can get it in cigars. Yeah. A lot of times, though, they'll come in a Toro and then not that Bellicoso size. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily prefer a bellicoso in like a smaller. They have like a smaller belly size. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily enjoy that much, but sometimes. Those, yeah, those are my my two go tos: the that number two size and the a toro. Mm. Now, Cal, you're you're smoking something that that kind of has uh, a nice little buzz behind it right now that I'm starting yeah. to see people post. Yeah, I had to smoke it just to find out how it is. It probably hasn't rested long enough. The the new Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust uh, San Compromiso. Um, I'm smoking the smallest one. So far, it's it's pretty good. Um, it's got a high bar to cross, I think. I really like Sobre Mesa, so that's pretty tough to beat for me. And I don't think it's beating it for me at this point. Uh, it's a little bit bolder. Still really smooth, though, for the, the boldness it brings. It's a, it's a pretty smooth smoke. 
So I think he probably accomplished what he was trying to accomplish. Just probably isn't going to be my favorite of his. What, what mm-hmm. are you smoking? <clears throat> the Sin Compromiso, Dunbarton, Steve Saka's oh, new cigar. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't post. I can never tell what you're smoking by your posts. No, I never post when I'm smoking because I take <laughs> shitty pictures when I'm smoking something. <laughs> Cal, Cal's got to have that stage. He so. does. He does have the good, stage. A- aged and staged, good. baby. Move Cal that's Rich. A, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's all just to hide the fact that I, I can't take a picture of something I'm smoking to save my life. Now, do you get a lot of resistance from people who say, why, why are your cigars never lit? I did from like three people, but nobody seems to care anymore. I don't know. I mean, I smoke plenty of cigars, so whatever. What yeah. uh, what kind of humidification are you using? What kind of are, do you have humidors, or what are you keeping stuff in? I got a a wood humidor that's like a big chest style one, and then uh, I got a I overflowed it, so I got a big ass Tupperware. I got some boxes floating in there. Cool. Yeah, so mm-hmm. kind of a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Rocking the the Bovida for humidification. True that. Bovida. 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 Now you want to talk about a mispronounced fucking word yep. by so many people. That's probably got to be one of the most mispronounced names in the industry. It is Bovida probably, for anybody that's yeah. listening. It actually is Bovida. Yeah. I mispronounced that for like five or ten years. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everybody does. <laughs> What's another? What are some other ones that are commonly? Uh, Dude, anything in Spanish. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like uh, a, they're, they're, I'm a super white Midwestern guy. I don't I don't know Spanish. I wish I did. <laughs> I could learn it. But oh, and uh, like uh, people always call Oliva Olivia. Yes, oh, yeah. they do yeah. that. <laughs> I had a buddy do that the other day and he's like, Oh, I picked up this Oliva. So he said it right. My bad. Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. I can't make myself yeah. say it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's got to be some other ones that are always for uh, I'm trying to Wait, think. what's that? What's Pete Johnson's brand? <laughs> uh, which one? Tato what a what a Does it get pro- yeah, oh, yeah. does it get pronounced yeah. wrong? That's a great one. I love Oh yeah. I don't Dude, know if I've you heard just read that word. You've never said Tatuaje before in your life? I mean, I've said it. I don't know if Good luck. If I've heard other people say it wrong. but Everybody just calls them tats because half that's people true. don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It hides the fact that you don't know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, Tattoos Day because I can't say it the right way. Exactly. Um, speaking of, that Tat 15th anniversary, Claro, that's a great cigar. That's you really said that last week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Smoked it again. Damn Did good you? cigar. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, so Dave came. Uh, would you be cool with your significant other also smoking cigars? Uh, mine is yes, and she does. So, yeah. You guys? I don't think. There you go. It, this this actually got brought up last night. Um, I don't. I don't think it bothers me either. Or it's. I don't think I care either way. Yeah, I'm same boat. Doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, not really. Uh, 
make or break. It'd um, be more expensive if she did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's probably a good thing that uh, <laughs> we can't afford two cigar uh, smokers <laughs> in this house. We've got a third job. Yeah, this this actually got brought up last night. We were sitting around the fire smoking, and she's like, would you like if I smoke cigars? I was like, I don't care either way. If you want to, then sure. If not, then uh, sure. That's fine, too. Well, let's make something clear. <laughs> okay. You know. You're smoking bundle sticks. <laughs> bundle sticks. <laughs> no more than 50 cents each. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's funny because I know for me, I, yeah, she's, I, she's got to smoke good stuff. I can't, I can't allow her to smoke bad stuff. That so. would, that would be the problem that I would have now at this point. It'd be like, no, you're not smoking that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care uh, if you do like it. I really can't let you do that. So wait for for strangers, they can smoke whatever they want, but for Mm -hmm. your girl, she has to smoke good stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) nothing but the best, man. Got a reputation to protect. Um, Uh, so with that said, let's see, Dave says, y'all see the JSK CBD infused cigars jumping the shark or not? Uh, I did not see that. I don't know what that is. I'm assuming it's Jasum Crawl, uh, infused with CBD oil. Is that right? That's that like cannabis oil or whatever. Yeah. Whatever kids use these days. I don't know. I know I've not seen that. No. Drew, are you on the computer? Uh, I can be. I was looking. No, it's not, it's not that serious. I was looking uh, at his post here to see what he was saying. I, I don't know anything about that. That's interesting. You know, it's funny. I've had three people uh, approach me uh, on partnering up to make them a CBD-infused cigar. Um. And Is it because they want it or they think they can sell it? No, they want to make, you know, it's, it's a business. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what that would look like and probably not, uh, you know, I just told them that I didn't know enough about it, which I really don't. I mean, I, I, from what I understand, it's purely medicinal and, and there's no uh, hallucinogenic effects or anything like that, but uh, just don't know how that would be in a cigar. Well, you're really taking your chances then because of the FDA. You get the double whammy because they're talking Mm. about different rules for infused. Right. Or flavored. They call it flavored. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to what Rod said. Any updates on our fight against cigar regulation? No, nothing that I've heard, Rod. Uh, But uh, when I find stuff out, I'll be sure to share with everybody. Yeah, they had those couple of additional like advance notices of proposed rulemaking right. that they put out, but shouldn't we be close to the deadlines on those? So they should probably yeah. say something soon about what they're actually going to do. Yeah, my guess is more uh, more putting stuff off. Yeah, they'll move the yeah. deadline. That'd be my guess too. They just don't know what to do. Yeah, they no, they really don't, and that certainly plays into. Uh, Certainly plays into why things haven't moved quicker. Um, 
And then Sean, Canadian Sean, big boy yeah, running, says, yeah. who would win in a Fortnite tournament? Rich Mower Drew. I don't think any of us play Fortnite. So he says, substitutions available, Monopoly, Beer Pong, or Potato Sack Race. Um, I don't drink, so I would definitely lose in Beer Pong, but Monopoly or Potato Sack Race, uh, what do you guys think? Ooh. I'm calling Beer Pong for Wisconsin. <laughs> Are you good? I mean, not at beer pong, but at drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Potato sack race, you guys would dominate me in that. (laughs) Both of you would beat me. What's that supposed to mean? I don't know, Kyle. I heard you're pretty pretty fast in the sack. You're (laughs) the fastest. Uh, You guys are like athletic and stuff. Uh, Maybe at one point in my life. Uh, Monopoly, I don't know. I think we, I don't think we have the attention span, dude. That takes. so Although long. I love Monopoly. I do yeah. love Monopoly as well. It's a fast game if you play by the actual rules. Is it? Yeah, nobody plays by the rules. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, Fortnite. I've never. I don't I've even know what that is. That. I'm not sure what that is either. That's like two weeks, right? It's a Fortnite. My, yeah, I don't even know. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have Isn't a Fortnite what you have like when you have all your little friends over when you're a kid and you build forts and shit? Oh, fort! Is, <laughs> it's not a game. Good, good, good one, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, it's some game. <laughs> yeah, oh. Fortnite. Some, some. I don't know. People are going crazy about it. It's kind of like a modern day World of Warcraft almost. Oh. I think. I don't know. Modern day. <laughs> They still have Five World of Warcraft, don't they? What's yeah. that? I'll don't, do that. Don't still people play? They still still play WoW? Oh, yeah. WoW? World of Warcraft. All right, so let's spice things up a little bit. Cause this, uh... You want to you go to, to get to Moo Cow Rich's tobacco corner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kyle, why don't you enlighten us? You shared a really cool fact on uh, Instagram today. Why don't you share that with everybody? Oh, is that the one that you want? I was going to go to the different one. You want the different All I'm right, man. Throwing shit out there and seeing what's Hit us with some. Yeah, Kyle's, well, you're going to be throwing a lot of shit. That's um, all I do. <laughs> <laughs> the cow slinging shit. It's a little methane. Yeah. Um, Global so, warming. So wait a minute. Now, so so people know Cal has been digging deep into the world of or the history of tobacco, and so we're going to uh, feature a history lesson from Cal on every podcast. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't take very long. But uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead, Cal. I like how you said digging deep when I'm reading a book. <laughs> Pretty deep digging for us. <laughs> we're not, hey, we're not, you know. Yeah, so anyway, uh, so one of the things that I find interesting about the spread of tobacco across the world is that a lot of its initial spread was because of what they thought were health reasons, right? They thought it was a healthy thing to be doing. Uh, a lot of the spread across Europe came from a couple of different reasons, right? One is that it was a rare thing that was hard to find and people like rare things. Another reason was that a doctor managed to, and he claims, cure somebody's tumor by putting tobacco on it. Uh, This is when tobacco was brand new. So he claimed that it could be used for literally every disease and that it would cure anything at all. So if you got a tumor, you got cancer, whatever, put some tobacco on it, you're good. Uh, You get a tiger bite, put some tobacco on it, you're good. Um, 
And then they believed this so much that they actually, in England in the 1600s, they, were, they had like back and forth on this because there were times when it was banned and times when they would have infants and other children smoke tobacco for Ooh. their health, which I thought was absolutely nuts. Um, so that was pretty crazy. Uh, the general idea seemed to be that it was like drinking smoke, right? And if you're drinking something, it's to nourish you. Uh, so they couldn't figure out what part of your body it was nourishing, so it must be <laughs> nourishing your spirit. Of course. I should you not. So that's, that's this week's uh, health update. None of that is true. <laughs> not a single bit of it. Like, it's true that that happened, but none of that is actual fact about the health. None of that's of true. Health, right? Like, it will, it will kill you. It will not make you healthier. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear. You should but you should butt chug some tobacco tea though. Yeah, you know, next week for science. So, so these are definitely not supported by the FDA. Uh, <laughs> Your no, statements. No. Okay. Well, no, I don't think so. Uh, Although the FDA's research has, has not shown significant detrimental effects from cigars compared to cigarettes mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So, so there's your, your dose of nerdery while you guys think of other topics. Well. Well yeah, so now we were talking about, and I think we, it's always interesting to visit, revisit this topic because it is so dynamic, but we talked a little bit about it with Dave, well, about Dave, not with Dave, because we haven't had him on in a while, but hopefully we will soon, <laughs> um, is palette changes. Like, I know my palette has changed so much over the past maybe four to five years, uh, and even since we started Sultans of Smoke. Yeah. You know, and um, just curious if you guys are seeing the same thing, you know, kind of with yourselves or people that you hang around or uh, anything like that. Cal? Did we lose Cal? I don't know. <laughs> like, he shared his fact and went away. Yeah, he's like, peace out, mic drop. I don't know. Um, so, since we lost Cal, <laughs> right now he's like screaming into his headset because he can hey, hear us. Back? There. Hello. <laughs> my phone muted for some reason. I imagine you guys somehow did that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the listeners did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably that's, so. That's Both what we think of your uh, tobacco facts. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Tobacco um, facts from Luke Outrich. <laughs> I'm going to make my own tobacco podcast. Just watch. <laughs> Blackjack and hookers. Um <laughs> so we were talking about palette changes. Palette changes. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think some people's palettes do change, and I think some people's just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can get into a groove eventually where it stays the same for a really, really long time. Right. Uh, for me, I think I might have talked about this before. The biggest thing for me is my diet at the time. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm eating really crappy food. I'm more into full cigars. Yep. If, if I'm eating like like a human being ought to eat, <laughs> like a more <laughs> like medium-ish, maybe a little lower potentially, um, you just get different flavors out of it. So, depends how fat I am, I guess. I'm pretty, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty similar to what I've always been. I do... You uh, really are, man. I do... Uh, 
I guess, gauge it better now. And if I know I'm having several cigars in one day, I try to do something lighter and then go towards something heavier and heavier. But uh, whereas I used to uh, smoke a Neanderthal first in the morning (laughs) and not care, which I believe you commented about uh, this past week. (laughs) Uh, so I don't, I don't do that, but, uh, yeah. (laughs) Did you taste anything the rest of the day when you did that? Probably not, but. (laughs) Hey, fair enough. Thing is, if you're smoking really strong cigars, what's it matter at that point too? Yeah. 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 It's going to come through strong. Yeah. I, I do think diet definitely plays a role in it. I mean, we've talked about that before. We haven't completely beat the crap out of the topic because i think there's a lot of variables but yeah um i really do think there's something to that and the other part that i think is there is like how frequently you're smoking right so in the winter i'll Mm -hmm. make a different cigar because i don't get to smoke as much because it's Mm -hmm. you know balls cold Mm -hmm. but in the summer i'll smoke a crap ton and yeah that's true Like if I'm if I haven't smoked a cigar in a week, I don't think that Neanderthal is going to be what does it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got uh, we got time to talk about something else. Oh yeah. So we thought about uh, or we talked about earlier this week, late last week, <coughs> about cravings for cigars. Mm. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. like, what makes you crave a cigar? Mm-hmm. And I don't like think a particular cigar. Yeah. Right? What makes mm-hmm. you go, man, I really want this cigar. Right. Um, and I don't know if we discussed it much further than that, but have you guys had a chance to kind of think of that? Uh no. <laughs> so certain brands have certain profiles, and if you're in the mood for that profile, you grab that cigar. Does that make sense? Sure. Like, for example, the Tatawahe Broadleaf has typically a very, uh, you know, the way Tatawahe does Broadleaf, they're very, uh, it's unique from, I think, how other people do it. So, you know, uh, I'll get a craving for a Tat Broadleaf cigar, right? Or... um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes you, uh, especially like on the Davidoff limited editions, they, there's certain, they have a certain profile that sometimes I'll be in the mood for, you know, mm-hmm. um, the Byron has a unique fee, uh, flavor to it that sometimes I'll be in the mood for Opus X has a unique profile that sometimes I'll be in the mood for Illusioni has a unique profile in a lot of his cigars that sometimes I'll be in the mood for. Um, does that make sense? That's kind of how I, think I so. look at it. But do yeah, all those have sense. something kind of in common <clears throat> to you? Do they have a similar, uh, I don't know. Are they all, they're all different rappers. I'm assuming. I don't, I don't know what exactly you're referring to, but just the unique profiles. And sometimes I'll be in the mood for something Cuban. Just, you know, that that taste profile. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Um, do, you, do you crave cool. specific cigars from those people or just anything from their line? 
it's it's more so, uh, and it's I wouldn't even say it's craving. It's just sometimes that'll hit the spot if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. Uh, so it's not necessarily a particular cigar, but rather something in the profile of those cigars. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that that'll especially make sense to folks who do, who do drink alcohol, right? Because maybe mm-hmm. I want a beer or a bourbon or a, you know whatever a scotch, mm-hmm. brandy, whatever, because that's what I'm in the mood for. Right. That makes sense. I don't do that though. I don't know. Mostly, I just look into my humidor or wander around the humidor at the store, and something strikes my fancy at the time. Mm-hmm. So, you don't have cravings for something like you're like, man, I haven't had such and such in a while. I really want one of those. No, I get pretty excited about trying some new stuff, and that goes in waves, right? There'll be years where I'm like, I want to try every new cigar this year, and other years where I'm like, screw all the new stuff. I like the old stuff. (laughs) Um, so I don't know, that goes in bursts, but it's not like most of the time, I'm not like, I really want to have a Cuban cigar right now. Yeah, doesn't doesn't really happen. Hmm. Really? Yeah, I just dig around until I find something I want. I I have uh, I have a little humidor that I carry with me of like ten cigars that mm-hmm. are that are probably like my top. I don't know. I probably got my f- top five or six in there, and then I have a couple of new ones that I want to try. But mm-hmm. I always carry those same ones around with me because I'm like that's the good go to match. Mm-hmm. And I've always got one of those with me in case it's like, man, I really want, you know, like, like you said, oh, an Opus. Man, I could really go for an Opus. I got one with me. Right. <laughs> yep, that's what I do too, man. Always. Uh... But I always have like, I don't, I, and I don't know what's in there, but uh, I don't know, three to five of my like all-time favorites are in there all the time. Mm-hmm. And then some other randoms. And depending on where I'm going and stuff, I carry around, That's this is terrible, I carry around my freaking... Uh, Giant fifty case Zycar, full of all kinds of yeah. randomness. Yeah, you don't have to decide until just the right Dude, moment. Dude, exactly. I love that. Yeah. I don't want to make decisions like that ahead, and then I'm like, man, I should have brought that other one. <laughs> yep. Well, three weeks in a row. Episode number fifty-one. Mm-hmm. Try again next week. Anything? Uh, Anything else? Oh, we got to save something for next week. We got to save. Do it. we? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll do it again next week then. All right, gentlemen. Have a good it's always a pleasure. Hey. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any Salt and Smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. <laughs>